Dr. Naveen Shridhar, a scientist, a researcher and a writer. He is living in Germany but his native place is India. He writes all kind of books. His latest published book is Starlight in the Down. I'll mention the link into this episode. His late mother Jai Lakshmi Srinivasan was also a well-known Indian writer who has honored by many awards in India. In this episode, he'll unpack the aspects of literary. He'll exaggerate how things can be done regarding to this, what effort it takes and how to do this in a better way. You can give some of your opinion related to this episode on my IG handle. But for now, enjoy the episode by congregating some knowledge. As we know that some of the arts comes by hereditary ways in some person, my motive is to know about your background. So, do you come from yeah. a literary background? Yes, yes I do. Okay. Uh, yes, in a way, yes. Uh, well, I would say my mother was a well-known writer in India, in two languages, in Canada and in Tamil. Yeah. And I, I was a fourth child, so I grew up, I was too young for that, but I, I got, I grew up in that atmosphere of my mother and my elder sisters all discussing literature discussing the uh, stories and how to you know and, and I grew up that way but that did not make me a writer it was perhaps it was late there was the germs were late so to say but it did not make me the writer I started writing in fact um, novels and fiction only after my retirement uh, so I do have a background but I did not have this as a kind of plan for writing as a career or anything like that Okay. So, when did you first realize that you wanted to be a writer? Well, it, it happened like this. Uh, I am a scientist. I was working the, as a research scientist in, in Germany. Uh-huh. And uh, and uh, as I uh, decided that I was also, uh, um, let's say, as a stage performer, I was also quite moving around quite a lot. And both the things, I was managing both the professions, so to say. Mm-hmm. And then, just just before retirement, mm-hmm. I thought of my uh, past and just uh, reviewed my life as an entertainer, and I wrote my first book about my, not my experience, but for the youngsters to know how about stage performance, stage fear, and all this sort of thing. So mm-hmm. I put that all on the paper, and this became a book, and that is my first book. Before that, I have I had experience only writing scientific papers and scientific analysis, and that sort of thing. Oh. So this was this this happened in 2011. Okay. And, and that was my very first book. Uh, not mm-hmm. I, I didn't even think I was a writer. I was only giving the information for the youngsters uh, to uh, not to make the same mistakes and how to adjust themselves to coming times of the modern days. Uh, well, that is that. The second book was again the same way after retirement. Mm. I thought of putting down all that I heard in Germany. I was living, I've been living there uh, since 1960. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought of, I had conversations with so many people, uh, widows after the Second World War and the Cold War, and the same stories getting repeated here and there and there. So I put it all onto paper and I said that that's something that the progeny 
not know about so i should write it up so i was allowed to write more than the german was allowed because i was <laughs> not a, any kind, any kind of a nazi or anything like that mm. so i could be also a bit bit patriotic patriotic mm. german i could i would allow myself mm. and that is that we get the second book it's also more a kind of, it's a non fiction Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and then I became a writer that way. I became a writer after all the kind of reviews, reviews I got and, 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 and the recommendations. So then I discovered that I became a writer. But I didn't have that as, a, as my goal, yeah, that's the way, to be frank. Mm-hmm. I'll go back to your history that I want to know how you went to Germany. Mm-hmm. I'm from Bangalore. Yeah. After, uh, after, uh, I came... Um, after my studies in in india i came for my study in chemical engineering okay. in berlin nice and there i studied and got my phd and uh, and got my also started working in in the german chemical industry hmm great great so so uh, what is the name of your latest published book so which kind of book it is can you exaggerate on that well the book is uh, i was talking about the german women mm-hmm. after war that book is called um, candlelight in a storm and uh, subtitle is born to be a berliner and this the next book which was published only this month mm-hmm. is um, called um, it sounds sim- similar it's called starlight in the dawn yeah yeah i have seen that so starlight in the dawn Yeah, yeah. That uh, is published recently. Am I right? Yes, it, it, it was published on the second of June this month. Yeah. So, which kind of book it is? Can you uh, reveal some of the parts a bit? Yes, this book is a. It is about a priestess, mm-hmm. priestess who lived in ancient past, two thousand three hundred BCE. Uh, she is uh, on record the first, very first literary person ever, and. It is a woman, and it's a, a priestess, and a princess, and a poet, uh-huh. all in all, rolled to one. And this is her her life, and whatever she has written, based on her own document, I constructed a fiction around her, around her life, mm-hmm. and, and uh, that's uh, that's what is. I would call it a historical, biographical uh, fiction. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So, do you find writing easy, or it takes a lot of effort while doing so? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I would say uh, I I find writing uh, not easy, but I take it easy mm-hmm. with all considerations and with all um, seriousness. Mm-hmm. But it has to be a kind of a for a writer. It has to be a pleasure in any kind of a job, any kind of work. If you can manage to have derive pleasure out of it, mm-hmm. and you don't feel it's a labor at all. Mm-hmm. So I I love the research before that. I love I also love form formulating the sentences. I enjoy that, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't hate all the craft work they have to do in revising the draft and all that. I don't hate it. I I got used to it because you get better and better, so you're improving. So I don't mind that. Many mm. people, um, many authors are disgusted about it, but I I don't mind that at all. So I make it easy. Uh, I take it easy, and I make it easy that way. 
But I, I would say I have to take it also very seriously. It's not a great thing. And two, two or three things I would like to pass it on in this connection to the youngsters. Um, in writing, whether it's a novel or it's an essay or it's a short story or even a poem, uh, it's fundamental to be precise and concise yeah. and be also uh, be very particular, specific. Uh, don't say something general. Uh, it has to be specific. If you say he came by, by a car, it's okay. He came, he came, that's okay. He came by a car, there is some relevance because he has got to park the car somewhere. If you say he came in a red car, then later on, the color of the car really matters. So yeah. I had to assess that and say so much as necessary, but not too little. So this is the proportion they must find out. Mm, okay. So, uh, as we all know that, you know, everything has their own duration by doing a particular sort of work. So, I want to know in terms of this, like, how long does it take you write a book? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, that's a, <laughs> a very good question. It's a bit complicated because writing starts where you start. Starting the very first page up to finishing the last page, if that's the writing, mm -hmm. that could take six months to one year or even one and a half years. Mm -hmm. But if, if writing means oh starting research about the subject, mm -hmm. then starting and, and the mechanics of writing and mm -hmm. the draft, the second draft and so on, getting it edited and finding a publisher and finally having it published, that mm -hmm. would take much longer. That could take two, three years easily. That means overall it take your three years. I would say yes, because you also have your personal problems. Yeah, you don't, you don't sit eight hours a day writing. Hardly any person could do that. <laughs> and there comes a the moment where nothing happens in the, in the brain. Uh, usually it happens to me after half the book is done. Uh, mm. There's a void and, and one or two weeks or four weeks or even a month. You do nothing at all until you again get back to it. So these lapses are also there. So mm -hmm. all in all, three years is, uh, I would say, normal for a fiction mm -hmm. uh, or also a, or a regular non-fiction with enough uh, substance. Yeah. Okay. And my next question would be, uh, like, where do you get your information or ideas for your books? Yeah, yeah. That's a, uh, I don't know about the other authors, but in my case, the idea is usually, um, in one or two cases, it was already there in my, in my mind because I had the experience, I had the knowledge, and I had to check up and make sure the dates and other, other uh, particular things. And I said, hey, why did you make a book out of that? Hmm. Or write that up. But usually, the idea, it, I don't sit waiting for an idea, it, it just turns up. This recent book, for instance, mm -hmm. I went to a poets conference, I also write poems, I was in a poets conference in Germany. It was about German poetry. On the way home, I just wondered how much a poem is dependent on the language. It could be Shairi, Urdu, it could be German, <laughs> yeah. German poem, or it could be an English poem. So there are limitations, of course. But still, it's the same idea that they produce depending on the culture. And so I just wondered about it. I looked up the internet. Mm. Then I discovered this lady who was the most ancient poet in a language that I don't know, mm -hmm. in a language that's dead and gone. And then I, then I said, hey, 
Why, how is it that nobody has ever written a book about her? That's the way I got the idea. So the idea comes up. It just comes up and sometimes even uh, some stranger might give you the idea of or a conversation you just hear which you are not even supposed to see a movie and then the idea comes up. You have just mentioned about poetry. So I want to know about which is the favorite poet of yours. Can you mention some of their poetry? Yeah, the English poets usually, mostly they are of the 18th century, the romantic poets, Wordsworth, Coleridge, Browning and all those, and John Donne and those people. and. Then I also read translations of Omar Khayyam and because my mentality is more in, the, in this direction. <laughs> <laughs> and please don't laugh if I say I am highly induced by the simple Hindi and songs of the 50s of Naushad Khan and, and these sentences and these lyrics are so poetic. Uh, of course, they're also supported by, by music, but because I, I believe that quite a few Indians will be watching this, mm-hmm. that came with a, a real proportion of how, how beautiful even very simple time could be. And of course, uh, they were put in the proper scenes and stages. So this this is the way, this is my mentality is closer to uh, Mr. Naushad Khan mm-hmm. than, uh, than to Mr. Wordsworth. Not, not so much of nature, yeah. but more of people and love. Yeah, yeah. So, how many book of yours published yet? And so long, so far, only three books. Okay. And the fourth okay. is now, uh, the fourth I'm working on it now. I hope that people would love your book that is published yet. And I'm also, uh, you know, looking for your latest book, which is Starlight in the Dawn. So, I'll share the link of that books in this podcast episode too. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And and my next question is something about like, how do books get published? Can you mention the ways of it? Yeah, there are now two ways. Uh, When I published my first book, there was only, I would say, only one. It's not so popular. Usually Mm. you go, you go to a publisher, and a publisher, mm-hmm. or even better, a literary agent mm-hmm. who recommends you to the publisher mm-hmm. and then sign a contract and everything is in the hands of the publisher. Now, that's very hard to get for a person who is unknown or who is new to the field. Yeah. Uh, it's really hard. Uh, now, the new method is uh, by just going to the you self-publish, you do it all yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's mainly because of Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, I think I'm, I'm quite sure there are also others who do that. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you do the whole thing mm-hmm. and uh, you take the responsibility and and it's also you don't spend so much of money um, and uh, it's it, and you have to do the marketing also. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's more uh, that's more accessible for an average person who writes, but you have to make sure uh, that Amazon does not. Uh, does not decide about your, the fate of your book. Mm-hmm. If it's good, you're okay. Uh, a publisher makes you know. Publisher is always looking for money. He wants to know what's in it for me. Mm-hmm. Amazon does. Amazon does not care about that. It produces, but 
But if the book is popular, you of course Amazon earns on the book, and also you also earn. But mm. uh, major point is, uh, uh, it's a mistake to say, can I make money or uh, money and also vanity? These two things should be ignored. For uh, usually, they they may come, they may not come. Mm. Uh, it's like just like a, an actor or. or musician you should not care for that it's yeah. only for the pleasure of the art pleasure of uh, discovering yourself and that should be the major and then the whole uh, whole adventure becomes also really mm. you know, personal mm-hmm. i've seen that some of the book has their own audio version too uh, usually called as audio book so do you have any plan to transform your book on audio platform too audio book no i am not i don't have any plans i not even thought of that yeah uh, it could be perhaps uh, useful but uh, as far as i judge it will be quite a quite an expensive affair and i don't know about it i not yet i have not considered it not, okay. Not, not yet okay 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 so let it be so uh, the another things which i want to know from you is like does writing energize you or exhaust you There, there are moments when I feel exhausted. Yeah. There are moments where I, I really feel enthusiastic about it. Yeah. Uh, as I said, the preparation, uh, the uh, the research is really really highly enjoyable. But mm. only I must be sure that I don't get lost. I would say now that's enough. It's enough. That's enough for me. Mm. Uh, don't don't waste your time on more research. During the process of writing, uh, I do I do enjoy. Even in nonfiction, there are there are human beings around. Mm-hmm. Uh, characters, uh, either they were real or they are of my own uh, creation. But mm-hmm. uh, I enjoy meeting them. I, I even first uh, the way you are interviewing me, I interview the character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I write like its own uh, diary. So these are all hide and seek I play, mm-hmm. and I enjoy doing that also. And it's creative because it really helps me. So these are all the games that I play. I write more than it ever comes on paper, and, and I enjoy that. Exhausting is when a moment comes where they, they, these characters start rebelling. Mm-hmm. They go on their own. Uh, it's like a soccer coach who is just watching the the, the, the players doing what they like on the field, <laughs> and he's blessing them and shouting and cursing. Yeah. So this happens to me also as an author. They 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 take off when each doing something nonsense. He's not supposed to do it at all, and the villain is becoming a very good person. They will get the protagonist. So I had to manage them, and I get disgusted, exhausted. I leave them alone for a few days for them to then they come down. Yeah. So so these are all games, but I enjoy and also I it's an an exhaustion also. Mm-hmm. It's like like uh, taking care of some kid to children. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, some of the things like whenever a person do a particular job, like the works that they are doing, so they normally experience some different sort of things from that. So, what was one of the most surprising thing that you have learned in creating your books? The greatest surprise was for me that uh, I discovered the language. Uh, I and and such and words such and rhymes and rhythms came to my mind sometimes mm-hmm. in the morning when i wake up i have whole dialogues coming up in my mind so and 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 
and I feel on sometimes like a, a movie uh, director because they're all the actors they're all waiting there and waiting for my uh, <laughs> yeah. command. And one other tip I would like to give to the youngsters is today it's a very visual world. Mm-hmm. It's not today as in hundred years ago you used to you can write and write and write and the person just sit and read and read and read. They don't have the time. Mm-hmm. They want to see it visually as in a as in a TV. Yeah. So yeah. it's best you pretend to be a, a director, movie director. You pretend to have a camera mm-hmm. and see. Report whatever you're seeing through one lens. Mm. So that's one way of uh, writing, and that writing is much better. Um, mm. uh, it's quicker, and mm. there's more action, and then the interest is created more through action, and also mm. words support the action, not the other way around. Mm. So that's uh, that's one tip I would give, and that's also uh, yeah, you do have pleasure in that. Yeah. So whenever I induct to read something, uh, gradually I found myself that I indulge automatically in those sort of stories, and you know the scenario is like all thing is happening around me and I'm watching it. So yes. I want to know on this when you write something. So do you uh, imagine those scenarios in front of you, and afterwards you initiate writing? For instance, there is a scene. Yeah. Where a, a lady is uh, going to the police officer, and and she's he's interrogating her, and there's there's sudden moment mm-hmm. a difficult question he raises, mm-hmm. and at, at that moment she doesn't know how to answer. Mm-hmm. At that moment, mm-hmm. the telephone his telephone rings, mm-hmm. so he's directed, mm-hmm. and and then he sends her away. He's not getting the answer. So when I write this, mm-hmm. I must remember. That before I write at the beginning when she comes in, I must mention there is a telephone on the table. Mm-hmm. So that way, I have suggested to the, to the reader mm-hmm. that there is there is a telephone at all. So these are all the small things with which you support a scene, and then you introduce the person, and with the action and the movement and the way the person looks and looks away, let the reader feel how the person is lying. You don't have to say he's lying. Nobody says he's lying, but then let the reader sense, oh, there's something wrong. Mm. So these are all the small moment, small things that a writer creates, which absorbs you because you're discovering. You don't mm. want to be told everything. You're imagining and discovering, but he's leading you. So that that's that's an important thing. It should not be you're not instructing the reader, but you're mm. only guiding or seducing the reader. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so let me tell you one thing which is like uh, our my most of the listeners is youngster uh-huh. <laughs> yeah so do you like to create a book for youngsters oh, i have not thought of that i have not thought of that but i will tell you uh, uh, my experience youngster who is a youngster so to say because it is a young adult i was a young adult of about a 17 years old when i was introduced by in india uh, mm. by another uh, friend of mine to a, a, a book in ancient egypt that got me to archaeology and got me to ancient culture and so on mm. so it depends uh, if the young person is 17 or 18 mm-hmm. and interested in reading books uh, he could start with uh, all all the books that i write also so it could be any any, any classical or any other kind of book my next question is like you know some person have 
the enthusiasm to become a writer but but they don't have the strong feelings you know emotions mm-hmm. and all so yeah, yeah. emotions yeah do you yeah, think yeah. someone could be a writer if they don't feel emotions strongly that's what it is writing something is like you know yeah. you are expressing yeah. your emotions through words to the readers yes yes then the reader mm. must be the emotion the reader is thankful to have have this mm. emotion aroused by the writer by the writing style mm. so that's more important than than if the person has own emotion uh, now if he gets emotional if he gets emotional then it becomes uh, you know a, a protagonist is always a great hero or a great heroine or a villain is an absolute no, that's not the way that's not right you mm. have to create certain emotions in um, among the give, give some tracks for the, for the reader to follow mm. that's more important so it's, it's not necessary that that person the writer himself has strong emotions it is good but it not, i don't say it is necessary mm. do you have any suggestion for the people who has an enthusiasm to become a good writer uh yeah there at least um if you any in fact what now i'm suggesting is for english but it is transferable almost you know any any other language about good writing mm. and the, the one book is um by mr stein s t e i n mm-hmm. um soul stein so this is the first name s o l and his his book is um uh, just a second yeah on writing his book is called on writing yeah that's a excellent book and it teaches you uh, all the mechanics also of how to cut a sentence how to make a thing rapid make how to write dialogue and so on and on and if you are a little advanced if you are already into writing for some time then mm. yeah, i would recommend another book called by mr mac cafe mc yeah k e f e e and that book is called story just the story mm-hmm. and at this book this book is very important because it is written for screen writers mm. so so it's still for for a regular writer like me it's very very extremely helpful because he sets you into the mind of a director of a movie director mm. how to make sure how to how to let the actor play out that which is not set in the dialogue right? mm. these are all the intricacies so these two books i would recommend to any any person who is uh, taking writing seriously and adapting best and one 
something I, in my opinion, was um, it may not be disrespectful. In, when I, in my education, no uh, language teacher taught me how to write. Hmm. They corrected. They corrected my essays. They corrected. They said it's good, it's bad, but they mm. could not say why. They could not say why. It is not they did not want to, but they did not know. So they corrected my grammar. But I, I hope yeah. it changed now. I hope it has changed now. So, uh, in fact, in Hindi, I, I almost that's only I, I had a really bad marks. I remember when my father scolding me. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Hyderabad. And my Hindi was miserable. I'm quite sure it was miserable, but the teacher never told me why it was wrong, what was wrong with it. Mm. So these are all things. So a youngster should not be put off because of the what the teachers think. Mm. Uh, it's, a, it's not like physics or mathematics, where there's only one way. Language is so, so, so varying and one person's opinion might be different from another person and after all the teacher mm, is also one person. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. Do not be discouraged. There's, there's no final word mm. uh, of a teacher or any other person. And another point, another way of writing is you write letters. First you write a diary. Mm. Diary that is, it's, it's, you won't be read by anybody at all. You write only for yourself. Enjoy doing that. So mm. the, you're uh, free. You are free. It's like singing in the in, in the bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody is listening. So the same way you write, and 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 the second day is uh, write letters. Mm. In the time if the, today's uh, email you don't care about just a sentence yes or no, so, but do start writing letters mm. because there again you're writing something to a person who would receive it not at the moment you want, not as in on a telephone call where you're registering yourself to the mentality and so on of the intonation of the voice of the person. But here you're writing a letter which will be read some other day in some other situation. So you learn that also. Hmm. And uh, these are the two things I, uh, that are important for me to, and to start playing with, with, with my language, hmm. uh, with, with English. And another, another point is, if you are in India, you know more than one language, try to translate from one language to another. You learn how to be precise, how to be concise. You start criticizing the style that the other person has written. You see, it's, it's a redundance. You recognize what is being repeated unnecessarily, what you could scratch. So you become almost kind of an editor at the same time while you are mm. translating. Because you're lazy, and you said, does he have to repeat it? <laughs> so, uh, I have seen that you know six languages. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Can you? Well, uh, well yeah. about two or three, three, three Indian languages, Hindi and Urdu put together, yeah. and Kannada uh, and Tamil, yeah. and uh, four, four European languages: English, German, Spanish, and French. Oh, oh. That means it's seven. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's really nice. So, uh, what one thing a person need to give up if he want to become a writer? Can you uh, recommend something on this to the listeners? Yeah, I could say something in, in a slant way uh, because I never gave up anything at all to become a writer. I, I had my family life. I had my profession. I nice. Had a I did not give up anything. So I, I think, but uh, retrospectively, mm -hmm. I would say, don't uh, give up thinking 
of making money out of writing mm. and catering to the vanity. So mm-hmm. these two things should set aside. Write for his own, write for his own pleasure. It's just like a person, uh, an athlete. He runs for his own pleasure of running. He does not say, in four years I'll be an Olympic star. So the same way here, you do it for his own. Okay? It will develop. It will develop and it will come. What what will come? Mm. Vanity. And again, uh, ego. I don't shun ego. Ego is necessary in anything, even in any kind of job. You need ego. Without ego, you, you will be lost. You won't have any ambition at all, for instance. Oh. You won't have any any self motivation. So the ego has has to be there. But only you guard your ego. Make sure that the ego becomes your servant, not your master. Mm. Point. So that way, yeah. yeah. So that way, ego really would help you also in writing because you want to be better. You want to be. Uh, accepted, you want to be admired. So these are all from ego. There's mm. nothing wrong in it. You're not, you're in writing. You're not taking anything away from anybody else, or you're not encroaching on the freedom of anybody else. You're not competing with any other person because you're you're unique. Your book is unique. Your style is unique, mm. and you're not taking anything away from anybody at all. Yeah. So you can allow your ego to carry on. How do you deal with the bad or good things? The good character and the bad character. Well, that's it. It's very important. A, a villain, a bad man, is hmm. never a thoroughly bad man. Hmm. He has his good sides too. So if you make him a cardboard villain, hmm. what happens is, in every word he says, everything he utters, this year is to notice in the Hindi movies, people like Pran. Pran was very famous in those days. Hmm. <laughs> was yeah. every, every movement, everything he did was wrong. <laughs> Smoking was bad, so he was always smoking and so on. So <laughs> yeah. That is cardboard, cardboard villain. That's not right. Keep give give some give some uh, um, small. Uh, for instance, one of my villains is is a really villain. He's after running after women and all that. But when it comes to his own son, he is a very absolutely good father. He loves his father, his son. He loves his role as a father like anything at all. But at the same time, he's running after women. So mm. this could be. In case also with political people, you you might call one a person villain, but he has his good side. And the other way around also, yeah. a, a good person, a good person also has his weaknesses. Even Ashoka had a weakness. So mm. there is no person who is absolutely good. Alexander or Genghis Khan. So <laughs> take any any king or queen, they have the good side, they have the bad side. Mm. But in your story, in your story, a good person has got mostly his good. He might be even a coward at at the moment. He might be even even confused at the moment. He's not as intelligent as as you thought mm. at a certain moment. So show the weakness of a good person. So show show also the strength of a bad person. Mm, yeah. So I think uh, we have covered all the aspects of it, like and all the things you know. So thank you. Uh, for sharing all the knowledge that you have to my listeners thank you mr sir if yeah. i have been of help to your listeners i'd be very grateful uh, i i hope to be keep in touch with you yeah, yeah. sure I'm sure sure sorry. it's an honor for me to have you here sir I'll do my best i do my best in helping you, you <laughs> i was even thinking about that your youngsters uh, if they did 
they, they don't need mentorship, but they need certain, I wouldn't even say do's and don'ts, mm-hmm. but there's certain uh, good books for them to start off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, um, it's it's not uh, you know we used to have non-detailed study and mm-hmm. one book one whole year and we had to appreciate the book whether we liked it or not. It was all it was also enforced. Yeah. So I, I I I do I do I do hope that I'll be of some help to the youngsters. Mm-hmm. So I'll uh, definitely read that and I'll read the books that is published recently. I mean the book of yours. which is starlight in the dawn i'll also read that yes. once yes. again thank you so much for joining me thank you so thank much you. and uh, yeah uh, yes sir khuda hafiz <laughs> thank you khuda hafiz take care bye bye take care of yourself and your family goodbye sir yeah goodbye